Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever podcast app you're using. And of course, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast and youtube.com slash upnext. Hello, Twitch and YouTube room. How hello. are you doing? Yes. Hello. Hello there. Uh... Make sure you hit that subscribe button on Do it. YouTube. We're getting there. We're Guys, we're so close. Oh, we're not. We're crawling. We're like at the end of the marathon when we're just crawling and we need everyone to drag us across that we're finish so line. so close, guys. I want a sprint finish. Guys, we see the love. We're seeing it. We, yeah. see it. we saw you subscribe, but we still need a few more. We just need 1K and we're so close. We're in the 900 and something area. Yeah. 930 something, 40 well, something, like, 50, like, 60 no, something. No, I think we're about 30, 35 people away from 35 from a K. I think so. Come on. 30 Let's people. Come, Come on, on guys. Where are you? Tell Come your on. friends. Tell your mom. Go tell your friends about it. Welcome to Up Next. We are Brayden and Davey. We are your NXT friends. Friends. And tonight is Tuesday, June 28th. We're recording this and uh, we're going to talk about some NXT, but we got a lot of wrestling stuff to be talking about because we're going to be waking up real early to go to some wrestling tomorrow night. I, I like real early for us, like yeah. a, no, a normal hour for most people with normal Wait, jobs. Later than but like yeah. getting somewhere for like what, like ten before ten? It's it's early for us. Well, then we we podcast late. We podcast we do, late. Yeah, you know, we, 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 we are work late. late. Yeah. We're, no, I, I agree. It yeah. is early for us. But, but it is early for us. Uh, but. Yeah, we're we're on the road to blood and guts, literally. Uh, yeah. We're driving to Detroit tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, knock on wood. We'll have good luck. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, we're going to be we're going to be going to Blood and Guts tomorrow night. So we won't be doing a BD Elite tomorrow night. 
but sometime Thursday during the day, we will be doing uh, some sort of show uh, talking about our live experience with our buddy Jesse from the Six. We're going to be hanging out with B Detroit, our, one of our listeners there yep. as well. So just uh, anyone else who's in the area. Yeah. Uh, again, if you are going to this show, I got a few biters here. Uh, you want to meet up before and after, just DM us. We'll let you know where we're going because we don't really know quite yet. We do know. We want to hit up a piano bar after oh, yeah. after Dynamite. So Absolutely. we will be doing that. We can tell you that. Uh, so, yeah, we're super excited. We're going to be uh, – our buddy Jesse is going to be driving us. So we're probably going to be recording a show in the car tomorrow. Yes. We're, we're going to do a – we're due a behind the BDE for a world okay. champ. So be recording one of them. And then I think we'll maybe do a retrospective on the way back okay. as well. Cool. Uh, on Canada Day. On there Friday. you go. Yeah, we come back into Canada on Canada Day. So yeah. Happy premature Canada Day and Fourth of July too. You know what? I'm not actually. I'm not wishing a Happy Fourth of July this year. I'm taking that back. Happy Canada Day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna be going to Dynamite. It's gonna be a total total blast. Yeah. Uh, you recorded your show with Andrew the other day. Unfortunately, just the way uh, work schedules and everything has worked out, I I prefer these Saturday night pay per views to Sundays. To be honest, it makes it quite difficult. Uh, but yeah, uh, you got your show out there about Forbidden Door. Uh, I just wanted to say I love the show. I yeah. think it's kind of what we predicted. We said not the card we wanted, but. It was going to be a hell of a sh- hell of a show, and it really was. Some real highlights, top to bottom. I loved Orange Cassidy, Will Ospreay. I thought that was awesome. Seems to be everyone's kind of match of the weekend. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I thought uh, Claudio and uh, Zack Sabre Jr. was awesome. I loved how it. You're kind of going in expecting this technical match, like it was going to be Brian and Zack Sabre Jr. And I loved how it was just this power against uh, Zack Sabre's yeah. uh, submissions all the time and. We had a friend over who knows nothing about wrestling. Um, she was watching and she was like, wow, Claudio, Claudio. Castagnoli is the guy. Two Swiss, my fucking ass. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Seeing Sting and Shingo was just ridiculous. I've watched that Sting dive like 60 times yeah. uh, today. <laughs> so good. I enjoyed the, the triple threat tag. I thought the opener, the six man was excellent. Yeah. Uh, really, really great show. And if, if that's what they can do when you don't have punk... Brian, uh, Hiromu, Naito, like all these guys. Ishii. Uh, Ishii. Uh, yeah, imagine what, uh, if they do this again, which I'm sure they will, they can do next year. So I, I thought the show breezed by. I thought it was just really, really fun wrestling show. Yeah, uh, we all knew it wasn't the, the, the proper build to this card, but we all... Everyone, everyone you talked to who was excited about this pay-per-view was like, yeah, but it's going to still be good. And that's exactly what it was. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, definite, definite had a blast. Uh, we, I did do a show with Andrew Thompson. It's on this feed. Go check it out, guys. It was a lengthy review. We chat about a bunch of other stuff as well. Sasha Banks and all, mm-hmm. all sorts. Because everyone wants to see Sasha Banks show up somewhere else. You get the WWE hardcore stands being like, no, she's going to stay. She's not going anywhere. It's false. It's fake news. We made it up. And the other AEW guys who are like, no. We need to see her leave. We need to see her and the, the, the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because uh, Raj Giri from Wrestling Inc. Uh, tweeted out a couple of weeks ago now that yeah. she's been released. No other like news outlet has like verified this or reported right. this. And just in the last couple of days, he's uh, he's been doubling down, kind of saying, um, yeah, he, he put out two hours ago, just to be clear, Sasha Banks' release was done by Erica Schreiber, VP of Business and Legal Affairs for Talent Relations. Um, and yeah, he, he kind of is, is doubling down about it. Um, 
But yeah, just interesting. It hasn't really been reported by anyone else. Yeah. Um, but obviously with this whole Vince kind of scandal going on as well, maybe a top star like a Sasha Banks leaving isn't the kind of news you want to put out there at this time as well. So I find it interesting. I mean, with the news of the whole Vince McMahon saga that seems to get bigger and bigger day by day at, the, at, these, at this point, but I feel like watching Forbidden Door just going on Twitter afterwards, so many WWE stars were posting pictures of them watching the show because of Claudio. So yeah, it's like I they mean, don't he, usually do that. He seems to be one of the most popular guys. Yeah, backstage. 100%. Like yeah. I'm, I'm working on uh, Moxley's book at the moment. I've got the audio book. Right. And he clearly loves the guy, uh, speaks very highly of him. You heard from just so many people over the years who are big fans of this guy. And um, it's great. I'm so looking forward to seeing him in Blood and Guts. It was awesome seeing him come out and feel like a star because I think he is a guy that we've gone for years like why are you not why why is this guy not in the title picture yeah um and like he had the he did have the the Seth program at Mania which was probably his biggest thing and did have a a match with Roman for the title but that's kind of been it and I think we all see the potential in him so I mean his last match before this was he lost to Happy Corbin in like two minutes so like was that the last one pretty sure right uh, but yeah, I'm I'm super looking forward to seeing him in Blood and Guts, uh, which uh, I'm really excited to go. Yeah, to. I'm kind of bummed. I'm, I'm imagining that we don't get any New Japan crossover, like Hangover New Japan stars kind of chilling. I, yeah, I mean, I it's, you'd be talking about paying another like four days hotels and stuff, wouldn't True. you? Um, yeah. If it was if it was like you know how WWE is pay per view Sunday and then say Dynamite Monday evening, right? I think you'd absolutely see that, but. Um, yeah. I guess not. And they've got stuff to go back to as well. We also had uh, one of our friends was over and um, he made Forbidden Door beverages. Oh, yeah. These were crazy. He, he's like a whis- whiskey ac- expert, scotch extraordinaire. He works for a, a very famous scotch yeah. shout whiskey out, brand. Shout um, out Whiskey Bry because this guy came over and we, we, we started getting pretty cool with him in the past little while. We were like, yo, you're always welcome here now. And he's, I'm sure he's listening to this right now. Shout out, Bry. And he came over with these like a whole cocktail kit and had themed drinks for the pay-per-view. So because it was Forbidden Door, like basically New Japan and AEW, he made this like American whiskey with these like uh, this Japanese uh, citrus like special like Japanese juice that he yeah. got somewhere and like mixed this all together. It was it was amazing. Was it rose? Pe- uh, no, uh, cherry blossom bitters and yeah, and then like I think a, a dash of Canadian maple syrup to get the like there was some Canadian talent in there, and that yeah. was that was pretty awesome. So I love the that all Atlantic cocktail. Yeah, <laughs> and then he made one that I think he was, we were calling the switchblade because it involves like New Zealand uh, stuff okay. in there as yeah. well. But yeah, uh, that was awesome. I, we know we love our wrestling themed drinks. I did. It's been a while. I did find it funny because uh, yeah, we had a bunch of friends over to watch Forbidden Door. And as I mentioned, our our friend who just lives like a block away from us, uh, her boyfriend was doing, playing D and D that night. So it was like, Oh, we'll just come over, hang out. Right. She became like the server. (laughs) Yeah. Bry's making all these cocktails and then she's just walking around handing. It's like, we we just brought a little bar to the BDE. So we did. It was wonderful. The BDE tower turned into a elusive club up here on the 22nd floor. Mm. It's great. I mean, before we get into NXT, we should speak about the BDE Tower and how we had a, such an eventful start to our, our day this morning. Yeah. So, 
we, we've had a few problems <laughs> over the last couple of months that we're, we're trying to get fixed. And, and you can help us by going to patreon.com slash up next. <laughs> say, say again, where, where can you do that? Patreon.com slash up next. There we go. And prowrestlingtees.com slash up next. <laughs> Buy yourself a shirt. It's summer. It's an up next summer. Um, yeah, and we get an email this morning being, hey, there's water like leaking into the unit below you. Twenty, yeah, the twenty. Someone on the twenty-first floor below you is like freaking out. There's all this water, and like I, I, I didn't. I had left the house already. Like yeah. I'm out on my day, and you're like, "Hey, did you get this? What's going on? Did you get this email?" I'm like, "What email?" So I'm like looking. You send it to me. I'm like, "It says," uh, and it's from your your P, AC, your PTAC, and you need a PTAC contractor. And I just replied, "What's what? a PTAC?" <laughs> yeah, and then she went, "Your AC unit." So we were like, "Okay, we have a." Tiny and AC. So thing. We've, we've got, we're, we're in an old building, so yeah. it doesn't have built in AC. Right. Uh, but we do have one of those portable kind of stand up tower AC things with the big, whatever this big hose. That yeah, goes this out thing the is, it, it's amazing, whatever this thing is. So it's, uh, so like, well, we've never really noticed dripping, and we've got a, a meshing anyway, yeah. blocking off. So we can't really, surely it would be leaking. Like dripping outside because it does say, fall off sometimes, and we notice a puddle. But to say you need a contractor quickly, like to call, like so, like I then got a message. They had contacted, I guess, our landlord. Yeah. He emailed me. I haven't emailed back because, whatever. Fuck but, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he he's like he, they message and they're like, oh, this is this, all this water, and I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? Like, do I need to come home? Like, how bad is this? Yeah. We need a contractor. We need someone. And to we're come away here. for the next two. Yeah, days, we're gonna be so away like, tomorrow. Like, yo, we need to solve this now. Keys, so I'm like, like, what do we do? So I'm then going, uh, we just have this like tower unit thing and nothing seems to be wrong. And they're like, no, every, uh, every unit is equipped with the, uh, PTAC. So then I'm thinking, fuck, have we been living here a year (laughs) with with built in AC that just hasn't worked? So I'm contacting them. It's like, well, I don't think we have that, but come over and check. So, cause I don't want to call a contractor and actually have no idea what I'm calling them for. Right. So they go, okay, we'll send someone over. And then I get a phone call being like, hey, I'm knocking on the door and no one's answering. Like, I open the door, no one's there. I'm like, well, you're not there. He's like, wait, what building are you? <laughs> and I say the number. And he's like, oh, I'm in the building next door. I was like, okay, well, I'll see you in a, in a few then. And he's like, no, I won't. It's an issue with this building, not yours. Can you imagine if I just booked a contractor to come over to look at our fucking AC? Yeah, drop drop some coin on that for no reason. I'm trying to watch Face Off, goddammit. Yeah, it was very odd. I I didn't believe you when you were like, oh, they're in the wrong building. I was like, no, come on, stop. What do you mean? Are they fixing this? You're like, no, no, seriously. They just got the wrong, they sent the email to the wrong person. We do still need a contractor to come over, though. We do still have some issues that definitely need solving. Yeah, but at least we're not... But I can drip- wait until after yeah, my guts, it's not like right? we're dripping water on no. other people or anything. It's like, what? That's not even us, fam. Come on. Yeah, wow. We're innocent. We're innocent. We're innocent. Yeah, wow. Damn. Yeah, it was a good... T- it was It was a relief that, like, oh, goodness, that mm. we didn't have to deal with all this. So we can just leave tomorrow and forget yeah. about our problems. Yeah, which I will. I will. <laughs> Um, as soon as we cross that border, I see you're you're celebrating right yeah, now. I'm you're celebrating. celebrating 20 years That's right. of Mr. Hustle, loyalty, and respect. That's right, John Cena, down since day one. And you know what? I'm celebrating as well. What are you celebrating? Went on a little walk today. Okay, uh, went to Trinity Bellwoods. Nice. There's a bit of a yard sale. Okay. And oh, well, he's got a bag to celebrate 20 years. I got the John Cena handbook. 
What the hell's the John Cena? I don't handbook? know. It looks in great condition, and I was like, "Yo, how much for this?" Is and it a book from and they John went, Cena? Three bucks. Um, the John Cena handbook. I think it's just. Is it like it's just book? everything that's happened with John Cena. What? It's like they every, someone made a book of every it? match, every moment. What the hell? Read me one. Uh, Read me a moment. Read us a nice John Cena moment that's in this book. A lot of the stuff I say doesn't even make TV because it gets cut out. So you're, if you're at the live events, you get to hear what I have to say. Oh. But if you're, if you're watching on TV, you're only getting about 50% of it. Yeah. Is that John, I'm sorry, was that John Cena saying that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tropic Thunder is one of my favorite movies of all time. Blazing Saddles, anything that will get me to smile. John Cena likes problematic old school comedy movies. I can, I can, okay, all right. And China doesn't exist. <laughs> no, 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 what is it? Taiwan doesn't exist. Taiwan, yeah. China yeah. definitely exists, yeah. I also got... Jeez. Um, wow, nice. Good find. Mankind, oh. Mick Foley's book. These, this guy was selling all the stuff. Yeah. I actually have both these books. And Rowdy, you've got the Roddy <laughs> I Michael. got both of them. Yeah, all right. No, that's amazing. Well, yeah. Just, Roddy Piper, I mean, that Mankind one is spent iconic. Spent like 10 bucks on these three books. Amazing. Time. Yeah. But uh, John Cena handbook expects expect more of these. I've never seen that before. No, it's very strange. Yeah, weird. I mean, we always talk about my WCW uh, encyclopedia. encyclopedia. I got that like secondhand, like in the states somewhere. Yeah. for like a dollar. That's the best way to I go. Just feel like when you see a yard sale and you see something that is like related to you, I don't know if I'm going to fucking read these. Yeah, but I'm like, they ah, look good on our set. You're though. trying to make a bit of money. You're giving this away for three dollars. Sure. Yeah. And it, it will look nice on the set. Yeah, it'll look good on the set. I, I went to, near our old place, like, we had this guy who would open up his garage and do a yard sale. And I went, sometimes, and I went one week and I saw he had different stuff. And he's like, oh, I like, got it out of cottage up north and brought some stuff down. And it was WrestleMania 3 original VHS thing. And I was like, look, man, like, what's the lowest he'll sell this for? And he's like, ah, like, 40 bucks. I was like, look, I'll give you 20. Mm. He's like... Yeah, sure. It's probably worth more. And in my head, I'm like, it's worth more. Didn't have cash. Mm. So I'm like, ah, also need to be somewhere. I'm like, is there any way you can just like hold this? And like, he's like, ah, but like, I might sell it for 40 today. I'm like, all right, I'll be back. But I never went back. And I'm mm. like, ah, I always wish. I got, cause you never know with gar- yard sales. And they're, they're back on since yeah. the city's like, you know. You know what I almost bought as well? Uh-oh. Um, the original kind of two-pack VHS of Titanic. Oh, yeah. We have the Titanic poster in the house. I also bought off some lady in East Chinatown. Uh, (laughs) I came home and was like, here you go. Yeah, we do have it. We should have put it on the set more often. It's a beautiful picture. And I I mean, that with the the VHS, but I was like, ah. I love how the poster of Titanic that we have says, from the director of Aliens, T2, and True Lies. Like, you you could just say Aliens and T2, and I'd be like, yo, I need to see this movie. And then True Lies. Is True Lies more of a romance, though? (laughs) No, True Lies is Arnold and... uh, Arnold and... Damn, what's her name? From Halloween. Oh. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah? Yeah, you know that movie. Do I know this movie? It's a fun movie, but like... Is Ashley Judd in it? (laughs) No, she's not, no. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um... That's the time to remind you guys that we do like talking about movies, and we did record a movie podcast today that I'm going to upload right after this show on the Patreon, because it is the 25th anniversary of quite possibly one of the greatest movies ever made, Face Off, Travolta, Cage, they swap fucking faces. It's amazing. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, (laughs) 
<laughs> Guys, but go we, watch it. You know, like, <laughs> NXT UK... Sorry, NXT 2.0 gets a little bit ridiculous at times. Yeah. I want to see them do a face-off. Just have two characters completely just... Switch characters. Yeah. They did it with Saray and Bodhi, I think. <laughs> you went through the tunnel. But, but you yeah. could have, like, I don't know, like... Bron Breaker is now Ikamanjiro and vice versa, gotcha. that kind of thing. Multiverse. Has to stuff. do with the moves. The yeah, right. and all yeah. that. They could do something like could that. Could be quite fun. Yeah, the We've seen it like Halloween, haven't we? They dress up and play different people. Yeah. Well, we, we talk all about this movie where they do swap faces. Uh, cult classic. And uh, like you said, it's ridiculous. There's so many explosions in this movie. I could not even take count. Mm. Uh, shout out John Woo. But yeah, that's uh, a review coming out on the Patreon this week. Yep. And then at the weekend, we'll be going back to 2013 NXT for our latest Was Next. October 2nd, to be precise, we've got Adrian Neville and Corey Graves defending the NXT Tag Team Championships against the Ascension. And we have Bo Dallas defending the NXT Championship in an open challenge. But the only person that can't go for it is Sami Zayn. I mean, I don't read ahead, but it's the, like, one quote-unquote appearance of Ole. Yeah. So that will be a fun uh, retro NXT review. And, of course, all the retro ones. Because the Claudio Cesaro, he's still fighting around that time, too. Because that that era was sweet with those matches. Oh, yeah. And the the rubber match is going to happen at the, the pay-per-view eventually when we get to that. But yeah, these Retro NXT reviews are awesome. We also just did a whole recap of Obi-Wan Kenobi, the oh, Disney yeah. Plus series. So if you're a Star Wars fan, definitely go check we that out. We know you're out there. Yeah, hello there. And go check us out because we were nerding out all, all over Darth Vader, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Jar Jar. And we also did a retro ROH review talking about Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, War of the Worlds 2014. Headlined... By a multi-man match for the IWGP Championship. Yeah, that's... Involving Adam Cole. Yeah. And then Wait, the... no, Adam Cole was in no, the No, he's else. in the other one. Involving Okada. Yeah. There's, uh, there's the Bullet Club. There's that Young Bucks Red Dragon match. There's some crazy stuff. That was a super fun uh, review as well. So go check that out. All these podcasts... Oh, plus, speaking of anniversary, The Thing finally did turn 40. So, hey, go check that out, review. All these podcasts, plus everything in the back catalog. It's only five bucks. You, you subscribe on the Patreon. It goes into your RSS feed on your podcast app. It's so easy. You get hundreds of podcasts. Go check us out. Patreon.com slash up next. So many shows. Yeah, it's what keeps our lights on. Literally. It does. It we literally does. just bought another new light because we needed a new light. And you, you guys are what's helping keep yeah. the lights on. <laughs> and keeping the water out of our neighbors. Our neighbors downstairs. Bedrooms. I feel like we should just start... Spitting down there now? Pissing out the window. (laughs) (laughs) For the hell of it, yeah. Well, (laughs) we've talked about those shows. Let's talk about this show. It's time to talk about NXT 2.0 from June 28th, 2022, from the Capital Wrestling Center in Orlando, Florida. And we start with the number one contenders match for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Caden, Carter, and Katana Chance teaming up to take on the team of Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez. That was a lot of rhyming right there, it sounded like. Was it? <laughs> it's a, lo- a lot of alliteration. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this will be going... The winners will face Toxic Attraction next week at the Great American Bash. And, yeah, we see a lot of kind of cool tag moves from Caden and Katana, like we've been used to the last few weeks. Caden uh, runs the ropes and tags Katana whilst doing kind of the Jungle Boy top rope arm drag. 
Um, Katana comes in and gets popped up by Caden into this sweet-looking seated uh, senton, like you see, like Edge and Rey Mysterio would do back yeah, in the day. Yeah. Uh, there's then a double stomp to the back of Katana from Cora Jade as Roxanne Perez basement drop kicks her in the face. There's a backstabber from Carter to Perez as Katana comes off the top with the double stomp. Yeah, that was pretty clean, actually. They looked on point. I love this double team from them. So the one hits the backstabber and then, like, stays there, and then the other It's one of those things. It, it's kind of like the move when they're, like, draped in the ropes, and it right. always looks so contrived. But yeah. this doing the backstabber and holding, holding on looked really good. Um, Carter then applies the Boston Crab and transitions it to a single Boston and Katana comes in and applies the Boston Crab herself. Then Cora Jade gets tagged in, hits her leg scissors to Katana and then a knee to the face in the ropes for a two count. There's then a big super kick from Carter to Perez and then they set up uh, for their neck breaker 450 combo. But Cora pulls the legs of uh, of Caden to break it up, allowing Roxanne to hit the Pop Rocks, the Code Red, to pick up the win. Yeah, uh, it had some some fun stuff for an, a quick, fast opening match. Like it, I like when wrestling shows start off with just mm. a match. AEW does it all the time. I think I think it gets you into the show a lot more. And I know we we we're not super high on the whatever characters of the rave characters of. Katana and Caden, but we've always praised their in-ring work, and every time we watch them, they do look even more like tip-top. They're like, so slick with their yeah. double-team moves now, yeah, and that's... Yeah. I, I do... I kind of... I Part of me was expecting like an interference in this match to set up a triple threat at the Great American Bash, True. which I think could be a better match, potentially. I, I do feel bad for these two, because they are the legit tag yeah, team they keep in getting division. Burned. They keep getting better in the ring, uh, they've got some sweet-looking tag moves, and they're always kind of favoured for a, a new kind of team of the month. Um, They'll be champs one day, though. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, but I thought this was a pretty fun match. Uh, I want to see Cora and Roxanne now try and um, have a few kind of double-team moves of their own, maybe right. some matching gear or something True. Uh, at the Great American Bash. Yeah, Ro- maybe Roxanne will come out and ride a skateboard for 1.3 seconds. She'll probably be better at it. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think they've gotten better too. I mean, oh, yeah. they they're already awesome. Cora Jade and I think and Perez Russell, especially is so yeah, yeah. like so she's ready. I just want to see them me, feud like, now. Like I just want to get. We to know that. it's coming. Yeah, we you just need to coming. get to that. Yeah. Uh, what is Cora Christian in this? Cora, I guess no. Cora is like Dakota Kai. No, I don't know, really. It's its its own thing. Because I'm trying to think of Raquel and Dakota. I see her being more Christian, riding the coattails of Roxanne until right. the time comes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was... They should just good. win the titles then, at this point. I think they've got to. They now. made it clear that this does not count as Roxanne's contract cash-in. Yes. So she still has that. Yeah. So, yeah. We then go backstage to see Joe Gacy approach Diamond Mine and... Uh, Julius just says, look, we're not drinking the Kool-Aid. And Roddy says that we're a family and it's Diamond Mine forever. Gacy says that he sensed hostility from them, but not against him, but against each other. And if they want to really prove that they're a family, they should team up tonight to take on him and the Dyad. The Dyad. Mm. Yes, we're getting that match tonight with Roddy teaming with the Creeds, which sounds good. But then you remember it's against these guys in hoods. (laughs) Yes. Uh, we go back to Toxic Attraction, who say they were unimpressed by Cora and Roxy, 
And it doesn't matter that they won. If they perform like that next week, there's no chance they're winning. And it doesn't matter if they're best friends because we've beaten best friends. We've beaten frenemies and enemies. And Mandy says she should have used the contract for the tag team titles and not against me. And that's when Nikita Lyons interrupts and says that she would have been in the position holding this contract if she wasn't injured and taken out of the tournament. And, well, Mandy says that when I step in that ring tonight, I'm the queen of the jungle. So we get this set up this week between Nikita Lyons and Mandy Rose. Yeah, later tonight. Yeah. We go to Giovanni Vinci uh, with his full entrance. Uh, the poses. The poses and everything. So it's like every, I guess every week it's a little different. Like he changes what he's doing kind of thing. Like... Posing like, hey, how's it going? Thumbs and up, like, thumbs up wink, to wink the camera. There. Yeah, little things. And he's taking on Ikeman Jiro. It's the battle of style style, right? <laughs> style strong. Style strong. Who's the most fashionable man in NXT? We're going to find out who it is right now. Uh, Vinci takes Jiro down and walks across his back. So Jiro comes back by showing him his jacket. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> There's then a big German from Vinci. Uh these nasty chops. These were loud. These sounded like they especially hurt a lot. this one first one. They yeah. re- they replayed it, and he definitely uh, it was loud. like a firecracker. It, yeah. Uh, Jiro comes back with an enziguri, goes for the Arabian moonsault, but it's missed. And then Vinci hits this springboard tornado DDT, spiking Ooh. him. It actually caused holy shit chance that they had crowd, to censor that they were censoring. Uh, but this looked great. This DDT again. We know how cool. Fabian Eichner is in the ring. Like he, yeah. he's one of the best, I think, and he's been just sitting in NXT for a long time. When I do think he is someone that can break through, and now that they're giving him this solo character, sure. But we've seen him do this move, but it's been a long time. Mm. He's done a lot of springboard stuff. This is well, we're so used to him in, in the tag, yeah. right? Yeah. So this is him springboarding himself into the ring and then a jumping tornado DDT. It was. So good. Uh, so good. And then he kills him with the powerbomb. Yeah, it's the huge sit-out yeah. last ride powerbomb. And the height he gets on this thing's ridiculous. Uh, Vinci picking up the win. He's just... And he's, then it says Victoria. He's Cesaro 2.0, isn't he? He is. He's like, like... That would be the dream match now, unfortunately. It's, it's a guy who looks jacked, but is like way stronger than you'd expect him to be. Yeah. Uh, I think... Yeah, I think this guy is awesome. I like the gimmick actually they're not it's not too cheesy i think it's the right level he's he's got a little bit more personality and character than he did in uh imperium yeah it's letting him shine kind of individually but the main thing is his wrestling is still being showcased the most yeah um, he's, he's amazing honestly so it, this it, is working for me yeah the powerbomb is great because i mean as claudio on Sunday did the Ricola bomb, bomb, which is almost kind of similar. Almost, this is just, his power bomb here is amazing. I, I would like to see him instantly get put into some programs, like take the the ti- take a title somewhere. I don't know, like and literally anything. Well, he says at the end of the match, "Great American Bash cannot happen without Giovanni Vinci." So I assume we'll be getting a match with him next week. Uh, and then on the screen, you've got the. What is it? The Veni Vidi Vici Veni Vidi at the Vici. beginning, and then at the end of the match, he says Vittoria. Yeah, Victoria, victorious. victory. Um, I, I, I like the, I like this Johnny Sins guy. He, he's great. <laughs> Bring him back. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to see him like in the main title picture. To be honest. Well, I mean, Tony D'Angelo's down a guy, so the it, no, Italy thing. Keep him away. Unfortunately, him away. like it makes sense, but 
I don't know. I think keep him far away. Put him, I would, but... Put him in the NXT title picture. Sure. Or North American. Poor Jiro, though, right? Yeah. Uh, Wade Barrett on commentary said that Jiro's like... Was it like a yellow, bright jacket? Saying that his jackets are like a bad acid trip. Right. And I was like, ah, Wade, have you... They're not, that jacket's not that bad. <laughs> but... You should see your jellyfish shirt. Yeah. That would, that's, that's a good acid yeah. trip. Yeah. <laughs> We see a recap of Brooks and Jensen winning the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. Yes, you heard right. Uh, Say it again. Briggs, Brooks and Jensen. No. Sorry, Briggs. <laughs> fuck me. Briggs and Jensen winning the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. You can hear our very own John Ceno talk all about this in tomorrow's edition of Shot in the Dark. I'm pretty sure last week we were trying to be so, like... Well, we don't read ahead, but we saw something that definitely, you know, oh my yeah. god, our boys. Yeah, look, look what they've look what they've come from. The bottom believe, up. Started from the bottom. Uh yeah, the titles were vacated because of an injury with uh was it Ashton Smith or okay. Oliver Carter got injured. So it was a two four, people I don't know, yeah. Four way tag. <laughs> Ashton Smith's been there from the beginning. I don't know. I think he he was in the UK tournament. Like he's been there a while. Wow. Um and yeah, Brooks and Jensen picking up the win. Uh, so they're going to be back and forth between UK and... It's amazing. I, For me, this... The kind of sending your Ivy Niles over there, sending your uh, Briggs and Jensen's over there, it reminds me what they were doing with Evolve back in the day, uh, where you had your Fabian Eichners going over there. You had um, Street Profits. And we saw with both those acts were way better when they came back. Yeah, especially Street Profits. Yeah, so I, I hope... This happens a bit more. Send some US guys to NXT UK and uh, put on some more matches and oh, be yeah. a little bit more high, high profile. And I think the the actual kind of wrestling style is a little bit different over there as well. So hopefully, well, we've made fun of these guys a lot, but they've been growing on me a lot too. So yeah. I want to see everyone improve, you know? So I 100%. think this is quite cool. Do you think they, do you think when they, like they're going to go back and defend the titles mm. over there? Do you think they'll call Brick Jensen a wanker? Oh, because he's a wanker? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But not anymore, apparently. Because now he's a champion. Did you hear Wade Barrett on commentary? Because oh. they come out, right? After there's like another segment where they, they come out and Wade Barrett's like, well, since he's won gold, like the, the scoreboard has been going up on both sides of the pond. Oh, nice. It's like title. They he's see got the gold. He's Tinder premium, hasn't he? He that knows gold. he's going back to yeah. – uh, to, Edgeware or wherever it is in the next couple of days. So sets his location over there. Yeah. He's grown out those mutton chops now. Yeah. He's looking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, you, you're from the UK, but you live in Canada. And I always say that you're the game shark because you have a British accent over here. And people here don't have accents, but they love yours. What if like a country accent like Jensen goes over there? They don't really care. They don't care about no. the accent. They don't go, wow, this guy said howdy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently it works, though. Barrett's saying he's cleaning up. It, it doesn't quite work the same. Right. I mean, I'm sure he's a, he's a good-looking kid. I'm sure he's he got a lot of charm and showing off his NXT UK title. Um, That's right. See, all you need to do, guys, get the gold. It's It feel, felt a bit like uh, AEW, though, in this sense, where it's like, wait, what are these championships? Why is this on it the did. show? It did feel like that, because then they're trying to explain it to me, and it's like, oh, okay, right. Forgot about that <laughs> show. Triple A, ROH, <laughs> IWGP. Yeah. Seth, one star brings yeah. <laughs> six more to go. Hey, FTR never held the NXT UK championship. 
well, they got to come back. They got to come back. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we have an interview with uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams backstage. Uh, Melo says, uh, "How do you become the A champion without even trying? It's you have hustle, swagger, loyalty, talent, and disrespect." And that's when Grayson Waller interrupts. And he says, wow, you did that all by yourself. And Mackenzie goes, well, you did have the, the assist with the brass nuts mm. last week. And Waller's like, nope, he did it all by himself. I didn't see that. It's a great right hand. He reminded me of uh, Can- Canelo, the, the boxer. And he says, you know, all my family and friends back home in Australia, they're massive uh, Carmelo Hayes fans. And I've just got a bunch of... Uh, like." headshots and, and a basketball I just love you to sign for my family and he says his mum sign it for my mum yeah. Jenny my mum Jenny she's a really nice lady <laughs> and he's like yeah alright so Mello signs all these and they're like ah what a lovely trustworthy guy he seems alright yeah we'll learn that ain't the case a bit later on I love how he's like can you sign this basketball yeah like there's just all this random s- stuff but love it. They both do basketball-related moves, to be fair. I discovered a, a life hack the other day. What is it? Because we've got our haunted dick painting <laughs> that we get uh, people to sign when they're over. Tr- it's not wrong. And You're not I speaking had fiction. some friends over the other day and got out the Sharpie. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, sign it. And this desk we're, that we're recording on right now, yeah. she accidentally picked up the pen, the lid was off, and did the massive line across the desk. Ugh. And I was like... Fuck. So left a streak of marker. Yeah. Yeah. Permanent marker. And she goes, do you have any, like, aerosol sunscreen? It's like, excuse me? I'm like, yeah, actually. You'd left out yours yeah. there. Yeah. Sprayed it, wiped it straight off. Huh. Miracle. I didn't Try know. this. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Little little life hack for you guys. I didn't know sunscreen could take out I mean, it marker. makes me worry what it does to your skin. If this is... That's why I don't wear it. Remove... Yeah, your burners. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato. We go to Briggs and Jensen, who come out with Fallon Henley for their championship celebration. Yeah. And new, they say, there's you deserve it chance. Roll Tide. They talk about going across the pond, becoming champions, and that's when you get USA chance. <laughs> it's like, not the week for this. <laughs> um, they promise Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter uh, a shot at the titles once they're recovered from their injuries. And Jensen thanks Briggs for picking him. He said, you know what? I wouldn't be here without you, Josh Briggs. You you saw me. You saw I had a lot of potential, and you brought me in. And Briggs says, well, there's one thing left to do, and that's drink some beer. Hey. When they're interrupted by pretty deadly, um, I think it was, which one's Elton Prince? Is he the brunette? Uh, sorry, no, Kit. Yeah. Kit Wilson. Kit Wilson. Had some, like, sparkly baby blue eyeshadow on this week which which looked very pretty yeah it did yeah uh, pretty deadly pretty deadly uh yes boy yes boy they say that those titles were once gorgeous because they were made that way by the two tastiest snacks in nxt but now they're being spoiled by this american trash they say that now those belts probably stink <laughs> now they're all stinky and jensen says well the only thing coming your way is an alabama ass kicking and Wilson mocks him, go, oh, an Alabama <laughs> ass kicking, roll tide, roll tide. And they said, you've lowered the bar of this championship and stripped it from all its prestige, but we will bring prestige back to it. We held the title for over 280 days. That's when Briggs calls them Zoolander twins. 
and says, A lot of great teams have held this title, but you ain't one of them. And says, There'll be fighting champions both here and in NXT UK. And then they punch him in the face, beat up deadly, pretty deadly, send him out of the ring to close him. Beer. So, uh, this could potentially be next week, would you think? It feels like there's already a lot of stuff yeah. on next week's show. But yeah, I mean, we'll get this down the line. Soon, if I not next week, then the week after yeah. or something. But um, yeah, I, I'd book pretty deadly over them, to be honest. But I, now that these guys have the titles, like, nah, keep it. Go for a yeah. nice run and, and beat some teams and get a little I credible. think it gives them something. Yeah, like, while they're not in a position to really be winning the main championship. Of course, yet, yeah, I sure. Think, I think it's, it's good for them. Uh, yeah, this made me laugh. Calling them Zoolander twins is funny because they both do look like... I thought both had some pretty good lines here, actually. Yeah, both both pretty deadly look like uh, Zoolander and Hansel like put together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hot right now. Caden and Katana storm into the women's locker room and they're kicking over shit and they're, they're, having a they're pissed off. They're like, every time. We lose every time. And they say, I know we're better than them. We're better than Toxic Attraction. They should just try winning. I, don't know. I know. And Tatum Paxley's just sat there like, yo, you stormed in here. You're kicking shit around. Caden's like, hey, you, get out of my space. She's like, yo, don't be pissed at me just because you lost your match. So, and they looked a little mad. So, uh, heel turn? But with I, I with Caden and Katana, yeah, yeah, I think so. It, it should have done it like when they were yeah. dicking around with the concerts and raves and stuff. That's I think so. made that's when they turned heel for me. Yeah, that's yeah. when we turned heel on them. <laughs> um, so, what do you think, uh, Tatum and Ivy Nile? Oh, these true. Two coming up, right? Okay, yeah, because Tatum's kind of with Ivy a little bit. With yeah, the mind she stuff. started to impress. Yeah, Tatum things. is pretty impressive. So, yeah. why not? Sure. We go to our next match. Indy Hartwell versus, the numbers don't lie, Kiana James. Um, I love Kiana James' music. It's like, it's definitely trying to be a ripoff of, you know, I always say Tony Storm's theme is a ripoff of Barracuda, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you know, uh, like, I think it sounds like a Rick Ross song. I'm, the, I'm a boss. The right. beat is very similar, but it, it works because she, she's dressed like the, the boss, right? Yeah. She's basically stealing, she's the new Sasha Banks. Yes. The character with the glasses and the numbers and all the stuff. She's the boss lady, essentially. In actual, literal terms, like, boss. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know? The manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what she is here. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a big kick to the midsection from James. Indy counters a wrist lock into an arm drag. James then drags Indy across the second rope and then points to her head as if, yeah, look, the numbers. The numbers told me to do that. Yeah. I studied and I, I knew this would work. If my calculations are correct. Yeah. Uh, There's a body scissors from James. Indy starts to fight back and hits a stiff right jab, followed by an uppercut and a big boot for a two count. And then on the apron, Indy knocks Kiana down with a right hand and goes for Pretty Savage, her springboard elbow. But Kiana moves out of the way and then gets the win with the dirty pin, putting her feet on the ropes. Barely. It was like her toe. She just got it. Yeah. And Kiana James with an upset victory wow. here over Indy Hartwell. Wow. The yeah. studying paid off. That's right. You see, the studying works. The numbers don't lie. And she beat Indy Hartwell. I really want to know what equations she's doing to work out. You should ask her to do our taxes. Do this. We should probably do our taxes. 
She, she looks Last like couple she, of years, I think. She looks like she knows how to do taxes. Yeah. She wears glasses. Yes. <laughs> That's her gimmick is she wears glasses. She's smart. She knows DM her. Can you do uh, we We've been a fan of her so far. This, this was an upset because we know Indy Hartwell has been this NXT regular for a long time. Mm. And she's just floating around. This definitely sucks and proves that she's just floating around because she's losing yeah, here. Did, but. did she have the match with Mandy? Because yeah. she did? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Okay. I know that... Uh, Dexter, Samuel Shaw posted a photo of them this past weekend together somewhere. Oh, so that's like, nice. good stuff, but index forever. But yeah, uh, in one, one coin side of the coin, I'm like, ah, oh, Indy's jobbing out. Like just put Indy on the main roster at this point. Everything Indy's been given, she's like nailed it. So at least it, it feels like we're getting another match here though. Yeah. Because the cheating. I, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So then on the other side, I'm like happy that Kiana is kind of moving up a bit. Me too. So I, that's why I I'm like, okay. I think she's good. I think, yeah. uh, I didn't think this was her best showing. Um, yeah. Just the match itself was a little dull. There wasn't really me, much. Whereas it. I think she's shown a bit more in other matches she's done, which surprising because I think Indy's pretty good as well. But, yeah. uh, kind of interested where they go with both these characters because Indy especially is kind of just floating I would right I, I, w- I would like to see her on the main roster I think it's time to give her this like shine she can deliver in the wrestling she's proved she can do like the sports entertainment yeah that's what I mean well. she's been she's been doing all this for so long I do feel like uh, yeah there were reports of Aaliyah the other day did you see this yeah what was the deal with that so she was meant to have a match on Smackdown and yeah. then got pulled from it and it appears that they've kind of put her back in the PC to they unimpressed with Jeez. her ring work which Shame, like from the six. Yeah, we've been watching her for forever, and it's. Huh, she was in NXT for a long time. She was, so maybe we'll see her again. Yeah, yeah. How long was she next? Fuck, it felt like forever. <laughs> yeah, five years. It may have been. It may have been. She like... was in that network show, right? No, was she not the first one? Wasn't she That's in that wild, with Tyler Breeze and all that? That's wild, bro. Yeah. Good for Ali. No, sorry. I hope Ali is all right. I don't. You're saying it was because of her wrestling. They didn't find her wrestling. That's weird. well. That's yeah. what the report said. Yeah, she yeah. started in 2015. Wow. Been in company Holy. seven years. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Long time. Long time. Jeez. Uh, something I do like about Kiana as well is her facial expressions. I think especially the the newer talent, you can see them like thinking about what's next a lot, and yeah. I feel she's always kind of like selling facially as well yeah, yeah. which uh it's good you need to put it all together we we go to you're a holiday powerhouse you host the dinners shovel neighbors sidewalks and make everything from scratch you definitely don't need help making the holidays happen but duncan's holiday blend coffee a warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tony D'Angelo with stacks. Okay, this is, the, the, the tone is, it's a video of like a, at night, and it says this was from last night. Yeah. And it shows the water... The waves like moving, and then you hear the trumpets like a Godfather it's ripoff. Not the Brooklyn Bridge, but they're on a bridge. They're on a bridge yeah. that looks like it could be that bridge, but it's not. Definitely not. And yeah, you've got the kind of <laughs> mafia music going on. Yeah, uh, he's staring at a pair of brass knucks. These look gold, actually. They're it's like nice. a watch too, or something. I don't know. What... I know it was, oh, it was the knuckles nice. from last week. Yeah, and a, a leather jacket, two dimes, Troy Donovan's leather jacket, and he says. I gave you the world, and you tried to take my chair. Now you're sleeping with the fishes. As he throws the brass knucks into the into the river and says, "You stupid mother!" And then someone calls. His phone rings. He's still got a ringtone. This guy. I haven't had a ringtone for also, at least a decade. Look, Tony Tony D'Angelo A uses his ringtone. Hey, maybe someone right now is like, "Why well, I use my ringtone?" B, you're a wrestler and your ringtone isn't your theme song? Big L. Big fat L, my friend. That means your theme song sucks. <laughs> it's harder, though, these days to get a song as you're... You need to, like, go through back doors and things, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, try, try, I, I could imagine as a 30-year-old trying to talk to, like... Some 20-year-old now being like, you know, I used to have to pay for ringtones. You used to make a ringtone? <laughs> yeah, you Remember when polyphonic ringtones first yeah, came out? exactly. You used to have, back of a, like, a TV magazine or whatever, right. you'd have, you'd text a number. It would be like a, a pound to get, right. like, the Exorcist theme on your phone. Yeah, I had Halloween. My yeah. first ever was Shawn Michaels' theme song is my... Uh, okay. And then I got Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I did have the 24, like, CTU. Do-do-do-do. Right. Yeah, I had the Power Rangers text tone. Yeah. Yeah, but Tony Danzo just got some basic ass. Maybe it's his burner. Just a it's his burner for sure. Probably. Yeah. So just before he answers this call, he is yes, he is insinuating he has now straight up murdered. Killed. He killed two dimes. So sometime between <laughs> last week and this week, two dimes. Troy tried, Donovan tried to take uh, Tony D'Angelo's position yeah. as the Don of NXT. Right. He saw an opportunity. He went for it, and he's he's now he's now dead. he's dead. He's okay. dead. Okay. And Santos Escobar is on the phone and says, am I talking to the new North American champion, Tony D'Angelo? Ha, 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 ha. And Tony D is... Who is this? Who is this? (laughs) He didn't say that because he knew who it was, but it would have been... (laughs) Who is this? (laughs) So... Then they walk away. They didn't even have a car. So where the fuck... Like... (laughs) No, but like... Usually, like, they're there, they get in there, then they drive, you know, leave the cannoli, but instead... Well, Cruz isn't there, because Cruz is with Santos, so he's not driving. Right, they don't even have a driver now. Two times now dead. Two times the driver. Wow. Dead. Jeez. Wow. So, Rip, pour, I guess, pour one out. Pour one out. Pour one out. Two dimes. Troy, two dimes Donovan. Troy Donovan, two dimes. You know, this isn't the end, but it's goodbye for right now. Yeah. You may be Uh, dead. The the return's going to be great. He did say in his tweet, like, no, I'll be back. I'll be so back. So it's like, okay, what is that? does that mean you will be back? Okay, but you're dead now. He'll, he'll have to come back. He'll be well, raised from the dead. He's sleeping with the fishes. Imagine a zombie mafia gimmick. That's mm. just taking it at the next level. <laughs> 
We go to Wes Lee, who says, Last week I was in the ring pouring my heart out and bearing my soul, but Trick Williams ruined it. Uh, I think wearing my heart on my sleeve makes me strong, and next week at the Great American Bash you'll see that strength, and that no one will stop me from having that inner peace in the ring, especially Trick Williams. So that match is confirmed for Great American Bash. Uh, Wes Lee versus Trick Williams. Uh could be good. Yeah. Actually, we haven't seen a singles match from Trick for a while, it seems. Wesley's obviously excellent. Yeah. So, would like to see what Trick can do with him. 100%. Now, we go to our six-man tag. It's Diamond Mine, consisting of the Creed Brothers and Roderick Strong, with Ivy Nile and Damon Kemp ringside. And they're taking on Joe Gacy and Dyad 1, Dyad 2, also known as the Dyad. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought that was so funny that they're calling them Dyad 1 and it's like 2. like when we were watching ECW and you got... Come on. Was it Pitbull, Pitbull 1, one and Pitbull two. 2? Don't ever compare the Dyad to the Pitbulls ever again. <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect. The Dyads. Yeah, this, this... I don't know what it is, but the outfits looks like... If I can afford to go get a better outfit, then I don't want to watch you on my screen. It's this red velour tracksuit with a hood. It's so bad. The, the crowd... comfy. Uh, it looks like it's from, like, it's a, it's one of those... What are those blankets that you, like, sleep in? Like the snuggle? That's what this is. Yeah. That's what these are. Just snuggles with red hoods. I yeah. don't... It's It does... I hate it so much. And the crowd instantly are like, hey, take their masks off. It like, looks even weirder. Roderick Strong hitting his arm drags and trying to, like, ply, like, a arm bar. To a guy with a wizard sleeve. Baggy yeah. sleeves. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That's something we were explaining to our friend the other day. There's lots of wizards in wrestling. Lots of wizards. So, did he just throw fire? Yeah, yeah he's a wizard. Did, did he just spit mist? He's yeah, also he's, a he's also a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling's yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, Brutus comes in with a gut-wrench suplex to Dyad 1. Uh, the Creeds then do their like gut-wrench suplex on top of him and then do their trading knees to the gut. Uh, the Dyads and Gacy then isolate Julius for a while. Uh, Julius managed to roll up Dyad 2 with a small package, but Dyad 2 comes back with a big lariat. Uh, Julius then picks him up uh, from laying down. So he's like lying on the mat and picks him up into a vertical suplex. Yeah, while laying, is, like while crouched or laying down, he deadlifts the guy into this suplex. He That's clearly crazy. watched Claudio do that. This, yeah. like, up the stairs and was like, all right, what yeah. can I do? This was pretty impressive. Very. Uh, the rest of Diamond Mine come in to all hit vertical suplex uh, to Gacy and the Dyad. Uh, the Dyad then uh, grab Brutus, like, by the face. And they're holding his eyelids open, so he has to stare at Gacy, who's doing his upside-down Bray oh, Wyatt pose, pose in the corner. face. So scary they're trying to make him I thought they were trying to make him kiss him yeah <laughs> it's just this is like again, like again like the wrestling from this other side of, of this match are all these great wrestling who are doing moves and then it cuts to these guys who are like look at this guy he's so scary he's upside <laughs> down and also like nitpicking AF but the ref let these guys be in the ring for like the rest of this match from like before this spot they're just in the ring Mm. The whole time. So I'm like, okay, like, cool, but... They they do do the tags for the, there the was triple a, shot. They did, like, every time they did yeah. the triple thing, they tagged Gacy. But then, then for, like, the, the, the big stretch at the end was right. like, oh, okay. The ref is just like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. There's two of you. I can't tell. 
I mean, uh, you yet. should watch an AEW tag match. Like, <laughs> if this bothers you. I, the fact that, like, I noticed that, like, hey, like, can you not just yeah. get out of the ring? You're not even doing anything. Like, just go yeah. out of the ring. Uh, Julius then comes in and delivers all these great-looking suplexes to the dyad. Sets up for his finish. Um, he does the kind of rolling DVD on his shoulders. Yeah. And then is pulling his straps down. Going to go for that lariat. But Roddy tags himself in. And now Roddy and Julius are mad at each other, start shoving each other. And Gacy goes for his handspring lariat, but Brutus comes in to block it. And then the dyad, in all the confusion, swap positions. It really didn't matter, to be honest. No, but explain this, because this is even more ridiculous. So, like, let's say dyad one switches with dyad two as the ref is distracted. They do twin magic. Only to, to tag, tag back, back in, in. <laughs> Dyad 1. Like, what? You did this spot to tag back in to do, like, another move. What was the whole point of that whole no spot? No sense. Also, that's, you're finally tagging in and out? And no. it's not like the the first Dyad was, like, hurt. Yeah. Like you see this, it's, oh, I've been knocked down. I'll roll out the ring and you can just go in because you look like me. Made zero sense. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, they tag uh, in and hit their assisted spike DDT to Roddy. And the Creeds don't bother to break it up. They just stand on the apron and watch the one, the two, and the three. Damn. They let Roddy take the pin. They're yeah. like, yeah, you want to be in the match? You can be in the match and lose because you lost it yourself. I-, I like the storytelling with Diamond Mind. They've been teasing this for so long. Roddy has just been in this position in NXT his whole NXT career, really. Am yeah. I in this group? Am I not in this yeah. group? Are you sure? I'm really good. No, I'm mean. Uh, it's, that's, that's literally been the whole storyline of his whole NXT thing. But uh, the, 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 the dyad stuff is just so stupid. Like, they look like idiots in these outfits. It's not funny if it's trying to be that. It's not spooky if it's trying to be that. It's just downright stupid. And it's downright bad. And they should feel just bad. reveal them as soon as possible. Get rid of it. Like, they, they just keep just going with this. Off, yeah. They just keep going with it. And it's unfortunate for someone like Joe Gacy. Like, there is... You can always just turn it around and put him back into something else. But this is just so and bad. And if this is GYV, which I, I still can't tell. It's Oni and Danny because they hit the, <laughs> the Spike DDT. But yeah, I don't know. If it is GYV, which I, I'm not 100% sure it is because they're not wrestling the same way. No, yeah. They did. But what a fucking waste. Zach Gibson is one of your best talkers if it is, but we don't on this roster. Yeah, he is. If, if it is him. Yeah. If it is him. And you've got him... Doing, doing this, this shit? Yeah. No, it, Ridiculous. It, it, it sucks. Like, it's, it's so stupid. And they get the win, and they're going to go forward with this. We're going to have to see this week by week until yeah. it's a reveal. I don't even care who it is. It's just, that's how I don't even need it to finish. Just go away. But they won't do that 100%. It just looks stupid. And and you know it is? Whoever, like, if you were watching this, if you're, just, if you're someone who actually does watch this show, if you're watching this and you live with, I don't know, family members, roommates – you were watching this and someone came in, they'd be like, what the fuck is this with these yeah. guys in this shit dollar store Halloween costumes? Yeah. That's what it looks like while there's guys in actual singlets like beating them up. And yeah. it's just, it's just so bizarre. And I have no more interest. I have this. I was already done. I'm just like, let's go away from it. But it just won't go away. It's, it's the roach of NXT 2.0. And I feel bad because Gacy, there is something there with Gacy, 100%. But this ain't it, Chief. This isn't it. No. no. We see Mello backstage who is told that him and Grayson Waller have a North American Championship match next week at the Great American Bash. And we realize he's been tricked. And what he signed was actually 
a contract. What is with this North American Championship and heel versus heel they love it. matches? Or is this now a babyface move? From who? Waller? No. I mean, a bit, like I could, you know, you could see like Edge and Christian doing this kind of shit back like in the day. Right? Yeah. So he 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 was asking Carmelo for autographs for his mum Jen, and then actually, no, you were signing this contract for mm. this title match, and now it's official. It's hokey, but um, yeah, all right. It sounds like a baby face, cheeky. The baby match, face the it. match could be good, um, but it's. Babyface versus babyface matches work because yeah. I think someone adopts the kind of being slightly more heel. We, we're seeing with Grimes in this Bron Breaker. Thing. Yeah, he yeah. seems to be leaning that way. Um, but heel versus heel just tends not to interest me yeah. too much. And I think even if this was a babyface move from from Waller, the crowd are going to be more behind Melo anyway. Well, I think so. Yeah. So it's just it's just a bit confusing, but. I guess it's only a week's build for this match. It's not a long. How has no one ever done this before? Yeah. <laughs> okay, can you sign this? Ah! Gotcha. We see Lash Legend who says that she's put Alba Fire on the shelf permanently and the NXT division needs to stay out of my way. Okay? She, she's the one and only you can't clone me. Yeah. And she talks like that. Clap <laughs> in your face. I, I kind of like it a lot, but. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of pointing when she talks yeah, as well. Love yeah, love it. Uh, Sanger makes his entrance, but is attacked Ugh. by Zion Quinn. And then we cut to Commercial. commercials for three minutes, go backstage <laughs> to Diamond Mine, who are mad. Uh, Roddy's saying, like, look, we were all on the same page, then we lost. Julius is bringing up, like, what? why'd you tag yourself in? Like, we're a team, we're a family, that's not that. Um... And Roddy's like, you know what? That's a strike. Uh, and next week, it's going to be Damon Kemp and Roderick Strong versus the Creeds for the Tag Team Championship. That match sounds great. Actually. Yeah, this sounds that really sounds good. Awesome. This is definitely uh, probably the biggest match that I'm looking forward to next week. Um, and it's interesting because, again, they always tease the Roddy thing. But the wrestling-wise, Roddy versus these guys is going to be fantastic, I'm sure. Um, Roddy's just always mad, but also this is Roddy weaseling his way into a title shot. Yeah. So it is kind of still heelish. I do think that maybe we should break free from whatever it is. If you're going to do changes, like make them. Do you flip the titles? Does that make the story more interesting? Wow. Roddy's Hmm. screwed over. It would be okay if like they cheat to win and then eventually Creed's get the rematch and win them back. That's what I'm thinking. uh, uh, Not too sure, but... I think the match would be great, though. Uh, Damon Kemp has been... Roderick's also obviously brilliant, but Damon Kemp's been impressive, so seeing him in with Julius and Brutus would be pretty cool. Yeah, we've been saying uh, that like the pairing of Kemp and Roddy obviously makes sense. Roddy being this like vet, the workhorse of workhorses in this industry. I feel like this whole unit, the four of them, hell, hell, even with uh, Ivy... Like, could be a main roster act, too. Uh, just don't know if they'll ever want to go with that. I know Damon is really new and stuff, but, like, Roddy and Creed's as a unit on the main roster oh, yeah. could be a pretty sweet, absolutely like, main roster gimmick. And they're wrestlers, so that instantly works. But I just don't know if they would go with that. So we go back to the ring where... They were in, just Sanger waiting. Sanger and Quinn have been separated. So if you're in this crowd... Are you watching for five minutes these two being separated? I feel like they were just chilling. And then they're, oh, uh, that's bad. 
I mean, we see this on Raw and SmackDown where like Liv Morgan will come out and then you'll cut to break and then cut to... It's like 10 minutes. It's, I think there's been like 14, 17 minutes at times that's before wild. you go to the match. But like, at least that's them just chilling on their own. This is a brawl yeah. with them being separated while all this other stuff's going on. Couldn't imagine. It's, it was, it's only been the last year they've really started doing this and it's on all three programs. And it's, it's hokey. It's so, so weird. Because when they came back, it's like, oh, we're back to, and this match was supposed to happen, but instead, like, they're, they're fighting. And as soon as they came back, that's when everything started back into yeah. motion. So maybe they were just chilling. But the match still happens. So Sanger's delivering all these shoulder blocks, uh, hits snake eyes to Zion Quinn. He's clubbing Quinn in the back, hits another scoop slam. Goes for an elbow drop, but Quinn uh, moves out the way and allows him to hit a running shoulder tackle to Sanger. Then goes for a sleeper, trying to put the big man down. Uh, Quinn starts clubbing him in the chest. More elbows to the back. Another scoop slam from Sanger. Sanger signals for the finish and hits his big choke slam for the win. I do like his choke slam. And this, like, is nice. Zion Quinn's not a, not a small guy, and this looked pretty good on him. Yeah, uh, the the match kind of felt a little clunky. I feel like every time we watch Quinn, it's kind of that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of just basic moves, a lot of walking around. Uh, but then Sanga hits the choke slam and just straight up, pin, just straight up pins him. So I was like, okay, at least we're getting a d- definitive winner, and you can go somewhere with Sanga. And commentary, especially Wade, is just bigging up like, yo, like don't sleep on this guy. Like we're sitting on a on a talent that like could I be feel bigger he than could he is. Be one of the- the better big men. Yeah. Uh, I think he's shown a bit of personality and he does, his moves look a little better. Yeah. Uh, this wasn't the match for him. I, I thought this was pretty dull. Yeah. Quinn, um, Quinn, Quinn doesn't do it for me, but saying it hitting the choke slam. And, some better stuff against yeah. other guys. And then his mustache twirl. Yeah. Hell yeah. Love Sanger. Shout out Sanger. We have a little like vignette with Wendy Chu, who's in a bed in a, a dark studio uh she's sleeping and she's dreaming uh kind of having a nightmare about everything bad that tiffany stratton has said and then the music i, I love how it's like wendy chu is tragic is <laughs> the clip like, that's no, what she no i'm no, not tragic no what no she's tragic and then the music turns and gets a little a little happier and it's just showing wendy doing all her silly shit throwing confetti at her costing her her matches and then she wakes up, she goes to the bathroom, she brushes her teeth, and she says uh, that if Tiffany thinks she's stupid, but she's not stupid, that must make Tiffany stupid. She goes, it's simple. I get under your skin, and then I win. See you at the bash. So she, she, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't say that, but she should have. She, she is explaining her character to us now. Yeah. She's like, I'm doing this to fuck with people. So if, in case anyone's wondering. It, it's now. Orange Cassidy. It's, yeah. it's, I'm, I'm doing putting this. you off. I'm yeah. winding you up deliberately. I'm doing all this to mess with you. So that is clearly now. She like, turns serious for a split second and says, says that to us. So we now know, like, yeah, okay, she's not, mm. thinks she's not actually five years old or whatever. She reminds me of big comfy couch that like show. I don't know if you guys had that in, in the UK but uh, like the clown girl with the, the, the fucking couch I guess but she's just it's like it's like Pee-wee's Playhouse almost here like where she's like talking to us and doing you know brushing okay. her teeth and we have like, play days I guess okay yeah that. all this kid stuff but it, it yeah I really want to get behind Wendy Chu but I feel like there's tweaking that needs to be done in this character you showing me play days? Play days. That's yeah. Dave Benson Phillips. Nice. Legend. Shout out that guy. 
Is he an NXT I think UK? He's a wrestling fan, actually. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was a former NXT tag team champion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wendy Chu versus Tiffany next week, the rematch. Could be good, actually. The match could be good. I like I both hope the wrestlers. they come down on the silly shit. And Honestly, yeah, that's where it works like, for me. A couple of spots because that's a character, but in general, I think they could put on a good match. Both are talented. Yeah. So that's confirmed for next week. Tragic. We go to the main event. Nikita Lyons and Mandy Rose. Uh, Mandy Rose uh, talks some trash to, to yeah, Nikita. She's like, oh, I'm the fucking best. And gets, You're not the, the queen of the jungle. I am. I'm the, the champion. I'm the best. You ain't nothing. Yeah. Uh, but Nikita starts lighting her up with some kicks. There's a little bit of like rolling around the map with the two of them. And then uh, Mandy starts just shoving her her palm in Nikita's face. Nikita then catches the third one, elbows her in the face, follows up with a clothesline and a roundhouse kick. Mandy goes up top, hits a missile drop kick. Nikita comes back with some more kicks, and that's when Toxic Attraction ah. run out, beat up Lions, uh, causing the disqualification. And then Cora and Roxy run out for the save uh, and hit a double super kick to Mandy, sending her out the ring. Yeah, so then they, uh, she, Lions goes for the leg drop, but they pull her away in the last second so she doesn't go for it. So, I mean, I think we're getting this rematch probably for the title next week, I would imagine. Yeah, perhaps. Right? Like, um, maybe this, maybe this isn't next week, but in a couple of weeks, you could always do the six, six woman tag at true. some point. Yeah, yeah, maybe. that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that is it. Lions is the next challenger until Roxanne cashes in. Yeah, I was expecting more from this, but I don't know why I was expecting more from this. Mandy has not hit in the ring for me in, in quite a long time, so I, I was expecting something, but I, yeah, just, this just nothing. It was do really it a whole lot of nothing. Nikita has some cool stuff, but is still yeah. pretty green. And Mandy's like attacking... working against someone like a Mandy Rose, who yeah. isn't particularly complete either, um, it, it didn't really do much. And I think kind of expecting toxic attraction to you were ruin it as well so yeah. uh yeah it didn't really do a great deal it was mandy's stomping on her leg because she's come back from the leg yeah. injury but yeah nothing solo Siko is backstage with apollo cruz and he goes oh man i can't believe i lost to Waller oos and apollo's like yo i've been there a million times i i used to lose all them all the time <laughs> trust me oos uh but you know what you're special in the ring and Solo's like, wow, that, that means a lot coming from you. And this is when Zion Quinn, the guy who just lost, <laughs> comes in and is like, oh. Uh, like kind of mocks him for calling him special and stuff. Says, it's been three years since you've been here and things have changed now. And if you want to be the perfect NXT superstar, uh, you can't be. Because I'm everything. Look, I'm six foot three. I'm good looking. I look great in a suit. And Apollo just cuts him off and goes, oh, you've been practicing that for a while, haven't you? Um, he goes, yeah, I can tell. Uh, Apollo says, look, I've seen the future and it doesn't look too good for you. So is that what these vignettes... I thought these vignettes before were him like um, seeing something happen and then is thinking about what he's going to do about yeah, it. Yeah. But now I'm reading it as he's actually seen the future and right. now it goes back to him actually having the events play out. So Apollo Crews, the soothsayer, 
of NXT. So this guy can see things. He can see the future. He's Minority Report, Apollo Crews. Yeah. He can see it before it happens, and then it happens. Yeah. Okay. And he's seeing that he'll still never be the champion. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. See, in, he's like, huh, let me fast forward another three years. I wonder if they've named my finishing move. He hits the toss powerbomb. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. It's, You're telling me you got to watch this match now? I don't want to watch this match. The thing that just... Quinn? Like, if Simon Quinn won the match earlier, fair enough. Yeah. But he keeps losing. And then he's, like, trying to give out advice and... Run it straight. Like, Apollo didn't even need to say, I've seen the future. He'd be like, bro, fuck off. You just lost. Yeah. I, I can't read the future, but I can but see the past. And you keep fucking you've losing. You've got a lot of L's. <laughs> like, fuck off, mate. Yeah. Get another tattoo, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're going to get this match. Yeah. So, whatever. But. We we haven't had a singles match from Apollo yet, have we? We've only had the tag. Oh, really? Because it was... We had him... Yeah, he came out, he had the tag match, and then right, we had right. two weeks of tape shows where he was seeing the future. Beating up people being in the vigil- street. Vigilante. Vigilante. Equalizer. Yep. Yeah. And nice. now he's feuding with Zion Quinn. Great. Can't wait. <laughs> um, we get a vignette for... <laughs> JC Penny's no, what's his name now? Jameson O'Hulahan. J J D J D J D McDonough. J D McDonough. Yeah. McDonough? Goldeneye. Um he's driving his car, he's drinking some wine. Something something we didn't point out last week and and it only took everyone like sharing it whenever I saw this, but everyone was like, yo, did they film a vignette with this guy winking at the camera, but he's wearing glasses. So you can't see him wink. Cause he's like, but you can't tell cause he's wearing glasses. How do you know he winked? <laughs> Everyone's like, look at the corner of his eye. He's, he is, he is. And he looks and he does the wink. <laughs> so you can't even see him. So here you're just wearing the glasses. It's like that when you had to wear masks and you're smiling stuff, and you're like smiling or whatever. <laughs> Or like someone asks you something and you acknowledge it with a smile or whatever, and they ask you again, it's like, oh no, I've just my whole face. Yeah, covered. this guy's just wearing shades. This guy's got a vignette. Yeah, yeah, he's driving his car. He's drinking some white wine. He says that nice guys finish last. He's kind of he drinking. drank the wine after the drive. To be fair, like, he looked like he threw it out the the like off the balcony. Oh, that's a waste. He looked like I don't have time guy. for drinking now, and he's yeah. like going to throw it. He, also, like, don't do that if you're on a balcony. It's going to land on someone. Yeah, down there, wherever this guy is in Ireland or whatever. And but. then the the building next door will get a phone call, being like, Someone's "Hey, are you liquid? Are you dropping wine on my? <laughs> yeah, don't on do my, that. On my We're roof. getting the calls for this <laughs> yeah. kind of shit, man. Don't be throwing things off your balcony or roof." No. So he says, I'm going to let you know that I'm the unnecessary evil to bring balance to NXT. He's going to bring balance to the force, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Uh, I'm not just the ace in NXT. I'm the ace wherever I go. Damn. Go ace. So, yeah. JD McDonough coming soon. Uh, this is this reminds me. I, I know he's Irish. And they did a cool thing with the light, the Irish flag, like lighting on his face while he's like roaring at the thing, too. Uh, I've seen I've seen this guy wrestle. We've talked about this guy quite a bit. Uh, the wrestling is definitely there for me. Obviously, he comes with some frills with the whole speaking out movement, and it seems like they are still going forward with this guy. So we watch him every week, and we'll talk about him if he shows up on the show. I used to really love his wrestling, but to me, this was like if you you know Matthew McConaughey does those like car commercials. Yeah, that's what this was. Oh, it does feel like it's shot like that. It's him driving, smiling, then like a wave crashing behind him. He's wearing his glasses. 
He's talking about stuff in mm-hmm. like a slow pace. It's 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 like selling me a Ford at the end of it. Yeah. Like that's what this was. Or like a perfume. We can see Ford tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Detroit. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm interested in seeing him wrestle, but uh, we'll see. We go to our real main event of the evening. The face-to-face between Cameron Grimes and Bron Breaker ahead of their NXT Championship match next week at the Great American Bash. Wade Barrett is hosting... And Bron just says, respectfully, Wade, can you fuck off? We're just going to talk the two of us here. So Wade leaves. And Bron says, I've had the great honor of defending this against great superstars. But you're different because I know you're going to bring it. You have everything to gain and nothing to lose. And Grimes says, look, things are a bit different between me and you. Because if you lose that championship, that's not the end. You'll probably be brought up to Raw or SmackDown. Um, he says you'll, you might even show up at SummerSlam. Yeah, you'll lose and you'll be on SummerSlam next uh, in a month. Whereas I lost the North American Championship and I said I'll put all my chips in the middle and go for Bron Breaker. Go for the NXT Championship. I don't have a backup plan. I lose and that's it for me. Now, you know about backup plans because this is your backup plan. You were a football player until the Ravens said you weren't good enough. So you called up your dad and said, oh, I've always wanted to be a WWE superstar. And look, now you're here. Uh, Bron says, you know what happened last time someone tried to bring my father into this. And next week, Cameron Grimes is going to the moon. Bron kind of mocking and doing a terrible Cameron Grimes impression. And he says, you won't like it when you're on the moon because I'm going to spear you in half. Grimes just says, you keep knocking me down and I'll keep getting back up. Uh, And Bron says, you keep getting back up and I'll be knocking you down until you call your buddy Ted DiBiase to see what happens next. Grimes says, look, you're bigger, but you don't have my heart. It's not your fault. It's genetics. Your daddy didn't have the heart. And that's why he was never world champion. And this fires up Bron, who picks him up into the military press. But Grimes slips out and throws him twice, sternum first, into the turnbuckle. The second time, causing the turnbuckle to come right off. Breaks the ropes, and it, break and everything. Yeah, it did like look pretty pretty hard. The first one sounded nasty. It so. sounded really nasty. Uh, Bron been watching his Bret Hart, how to take a... Run into a the sternum, sternum first. Bump. Yeah. Um, and they're playing that it's popped his shoulder out, that... Bronze dislocated his I shoulder. I can't lift it. I can't lift it. Uh, lo- loads of refs are in there checking on him. And Grimes says, maybe at 100% I can't beat you, but you're not at 100%. And then says the refs, make sure he's okay. I've got a match next week. Damn. Uh, yeah. Grimes continuing with this this edge to him. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it's... I wouldn't say it's full heel. No. Uh, but it's definitely like... He got booze at the end. He got booze at the end, but I can see him I can see him getting cheers. I think it'll be a split, split crowd for this next week. Yeah, I, I, I love Grimes, and I've been liking this like more serious, classic pro wrestler vibe mm. he's been going for, for this feud. I think it works. I just found this was really copy-paste from like everything we've seen from okay. Braun. Especially Braun. Uh, Braun, Braun's that stuff. You mean? Yeah, and 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 not just that. You're you're recycling. You're literally doing the exact last time. The wrestler was like, "Hey, here's this footage of you playing football." Also, your dad's a wrestler. I kidnapped him. This is, hey, 
you used to be a football player. You shit the bed. Also, hey, your dad sucks too. It's literally like, okay, I th- like, and 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 it's not like it's not just because he's saying the stuff about your dad, but it's like we literally just did that, and then and then to make it like what what I thought was re- like just made this whole thing a little lackluster. I'm still hyped for this match, but Braun's rebuttals were so lame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, go call up Ted DiBiase again. Okay, cool. What? I thought I thought Grimes was great here. Yeah. I, I think. I agree because we have just seen this with Gacy. Yeah. Um, I think if you remove that, I think this would be a, a lot better because I thought his lines were good. Like, yeah. y- your dad was never a world champion, so he didn't have heart. Uh, you're only here because you didn't make it as a football player. Like, I thought his lines were way better than the way they did it with Gacy. I like this edge. I thought he was actually going to say, I'm putting my career on the line. Right, yeah. Um, I'm leaving NXT. Because then you could potentially be looking at next week's match like, oh, it's essentially loser is moving up. Um, I really want Grimes to win it. I don't think he will. But he won't. But definitely be rooting for it because it would make things way more interesting. And yeah, Braun should go to whatever. There's people. There's injuries now. Go up to the main roster, fill a slot, and be on a pay per view. Why not? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. But yeah, I, I'm, I, I thought I thought the the spot at the end did look good. With the true, that was the best part of it. Yeah, the the first one like looked like it hurt. I think the first one was meant to take. The yeah, up I think so. Too. You saw the ropes really shaking, and I was like, yeah. "Wow, he hit that." So then they like called an audible, and then he did it again. And I think that maybe made Grimes more heelish. Yeah, because if it came off the first time, I think it was meant to be like, "Oh shit, yeah. I didn't mean to do." I that. didn't know my own strength. Whereas he had to do it the second time, which made him look a bit meaner. Right, uh, but I, I didn't mind this. I thought I am looking forward to next week's show. I think there are a couple of matches on there that look pretty good. Um, the, this week was kind of a middle of the road one. There wasn't too much silly stuff really this week, but I can't say the wrestling hit, hit. didn't. Yeah, the, the women's tag was probably the best match on the show, yeah, but yeah. still didn't get to that level. Like if that one maybe got a little bit more time, it, it could have gone up a gear. But I do think Great American Bash looks in okay shape for next week. It has a few matches that should be should be pretty good. But this was definitely like just a show to hype up next week's show. I thought a lot of the wrestling was a, a kind of a regression from what we've yeah. seen. Uh, particularly every time I watch Mandy, I'm like, ah, come on! I've seen some good stuff from you, but it doesn't really hit. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying Braun sounded like a geek to me because there's no way he looks like one. He's a complete unit, but it it, it made that a little weaker. I think they could have done something else to make this just a bit more interesting for that story but it doesn't matter i know the match is going to be it's going to be good um and then just just too much of this like we've been doing the show for a long time and in a year like the storylines would like get crazy and change up and be different you know you'd go from gargano champa to the adam cole like there's there was so much stuff and i'm not i'm not trying not to compare obviously but here it feels like for the last year it's been the same like toxic attractions rinse repeat do yeah. this same promo. Well, we're toxic and we're hot and we're beating you. And it's just been it's, a lot of the, it's not just that program. It's every program is copy. That, paste. that is the one, the toxic tra- traction one yeah. is the big one I need to end. Yeah. Um, and free up that time with some new shit. Cause, uh, that is the one that drags this show down for me. For sure. I most. think so. Um, just, just like a lot of the things seem a lot like laziness and coming up with the, the creative of what, like, different angles and, and things like that to, to go like I won a contract last week I won the contract but now I want the tag titles but then now I gotta win a match it, it's just like it's just a little all, all of it seems 
very amateur hour. And I know it's developmental, so that's what this is. But, mm. like, didn't didn't walk away from the show being like, wow, fuck this show. Uh, there was some stuff that made me go, wow, maybe next week we'll have some good stuff. Yeah, I've got the card here. I, it, I think it looks like it could be one of the better specials they've done. Um, and I hope they don't add... They've got six matches right now, which I think is enough for two hours. I mm. don't really want to see them add much more. Uh, we'll probably see an Andre Chase... Sure, we didn't see him next this week. week. Yeah. Uh, oh, you'll have the them celebrating Fourth of July at the at the uni or something next week. That's right. Yeah, um, we've got. Let's do some predictions here. Wendy Chu versus Tiffany Stratton. I like both of them in ring, but I think Tiffany should go over. It's kind of been Wendy Chu bullying her this time around. Both of them are mean, I guess, yeah. to each other. But yeah, let's go. Tiffany. Tragic. Uh, the Creed Brothers versus. Diamond Mine, Roderick Strong, and Damon Kemp for the NXT Tag Team titles. I'm pumped for this one. Yeah, we were kind of saying, wouldn't it be interesting if Diamond Mine... Sorry, they're both Diamond Mine. Uh, Kemp and Roddy won, and then kind of you play hot potato. Uh, Freebird rule. Yeah. (laughs) With four guys, just Freebird rule. Yeah, I I could see the Creeds winning, and then them doing kind of the respect thing after, and then Roddy kicking them in the balls. Yeah. Okay. Um, finally putting an end to it and then you have like the actual blood feud after sure okay um, Trick Williams versus Wesley Wesley I think it's got to be Wes uh, Carmelo Hayes versus Grayson Waller Carmelo Hayes Championship I agree uh, Toxic Attraction versus Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez uh, Cora Jade and Roxanne just so I hope we can move away from Toxic Attraction but yeah I think so and I think we're going to see the Roxanne then challenge as tag champ. Double champ. Yeah. Double champ rock I think that's what we'll see. Um, yeah, the toxic attraction thing's got to end. Uh, and then finally, Bron Breaker versus Cameron Grimes for the NXT Championship. We were saying, obviously, we're going to, we want to cheer for our boy Cameron Grimes, Trevor Lee, but clear as day, it's got to be Bron. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, we, they've already teased the Apollo kind of match, True. haven't they? Apollo's seen it happen. Yeah, Apollo knows <laughs> He's exactly. seen the future. That's why he's no in no rush. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, I, I, I get my match. And I, I beat, beat you that you. SummerSlam weekend. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the main event, and I'm looking forward to the tag title match. I think uh, they'll both be really good next week. Well, that is going to be next week. Great American Bash. We'll chat all about it. We will go live right after that show on our YouTube and our Twitch, so go... Follow and hit that subscribe. It looks like 31 away from Ooh, YouTube to hitting 1K. So 31 close. of you, please, go ahead subscribe on our YouTube. Uh, yeah, so we'll be chatting all about the bash next week. Um, can't wait. BD Elite this week will be on Thursday. We will not be going live because we won't no. have our camera equipment. We'll just be recording. Uh, but that will be coming out probably early Thursday afternoon-ish. Yeah. Um, with our thoughts on blood and guts, our live thoughts on blood. And yeah, guts. follow our socials. We'll be posting stuff uh, through the through our travels through Detroit. We're hard as fuck because we we vacation in Detroit. Uh, follow all the socials as well. The Facebook group, if you haven't joined already, for all the little bips and bobs. And of course, five bucks a month for North American tier gets you access to every podcast. Out on that Patreon, every movie review, up yours, retro NXT reviews, everything is up there. And, I mean, July 1st is in a few days. That's a great time to give us a shot and try us out. If you haven't yet, it's only 5 bucks, and you will have hundreds of podcasts. That's like pennies per show. And, uh, yeah, go check us out because this is what we do, guys. We podcast about everything. Face Off, Retro NXT, The Thing, doesn't matter. Everything. 
Yeah. Are you looking for a, a John Cena? I need an inspirational quote to to end the to show. End the show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about well, something from Rob Conway? Just look at me. That's a, that was a theme song for those wondering. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Happy John. C- is it John Cena Day or is it twentieth anniversary? That's what it was. Twentieth uh, anniversary yeah, of John. I hate any match that isn't a traditional tag team match or a traditional singles match because anything can happen. It's truly one of those deals where it's mm. all about being in the right place at the right time. That wasn't that inspirational. No, I don't think this book's very good. No. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks again for listening, guys. We really appreciate it, and we love your support. Go follow us YouTube and everything. But, hey, if you're listening on Apple, give us a nice little review on the podcast app there. It goes, yeah. a, it goes a long way. It does. Now tell your friends. Uh, I, myself, Braden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. We, we didn't get to talk about us going to uh, Lucha Block Party. At Lucha, oh. Demand Lucha. But Demand Lucha put on a banging show this past awesome week. Awesome show. <laughs> that main event. Shout out Gringo Loco, Speedball, Bailey, and Ninja, Ninja Mac. Ninja Mac. That was awesome Damn. stuff. And if you don't know who Drago Kid is, get familiar. Yeah, that, that guy's amazing. That kid's amazing. Yeah, honestly, if you're in the Toronto area, we're really making an effort to try and go to these shows now. Yeah, uh, whether it be uh, Demand Lucha, Superkicked, um, all the indie stuff, trying to make Love our it. our work schedule well, we work so we can go and well, we had a blast and meet yeah. some new people. But the talent's there. Indie wrestling's back, so uh, definitely check out that. And if you haven't already, check out our interview last week with Gringo Loco. It was Hell a yeah. fun chat. Base God. Yeah. Base, Base God. All right, well, that's it. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And that's tragic. Oh, boy. You can't tell, but I'm winking. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.